0: Hi, friends. If you feel depleted and at times overwhelmed searching for more, if you want to reclaim your voice, peace, and power, this show is for you. I'm Evelyn Glick. I love fashion, interior design, and spicy foods. I'm obsessed with personal development and human behavior. Here, I'll be discussing mindset, relationships, lifestyle, and so much more. I believe to live an empowered life We must crush those limiting beliefs holding us back from stepping into our fabulousness because playing small doesn't serve anyone. Hi, listeners, and thank you so much for being here. Today, I'd like to talk to you about authenticity and the power of now, how to honor who you are by saying yes to living by your standards. Let's dive in. Yes, rules and regulations we almost follow in society. Otherwise, it would be pretty chaotic, right? However, it's how to live honoring who we are that, to me, is being authentic. For the fun of this segment, I wanted to look up the definition of authenticity. This is what I came up with. Authenticity is acting and expressing your true self, rather than showing people just parts of you. It's showing your whole self. Hmm, I had to pause there for a second because you can be authentic without showing your whole self. I mean, authentic is definitely how you feel and how you act and express yourself. It's 100% representing your truth in your beliefs and your actions and words. It's revealing what feels right and truthful to you. It's deciding who you wanna share your weaknesses and vulnerabilities with. It's not letting anybody drag you into conversations and actions that are against your truth don't feel right. I suggest you listen to what feels right and flows naturally. When placed in a situation or discussion, what is your body telling you? Your gut, your intuition, your inner voice. I have a friend who loves heated arguments about politics. All the time he would drag me into these heated conversations. I finally learned it was my choice. I get to take the power of what I'm part of or not. It's stepping back and recognizing that just because someone is talking a lot doesn't mean they're revealing much. You get to decide when, where, and how you open up your feelings, your thoughts, your opinions. You can still have heated, powerful conversations that are confrontational if you want. I have these with my brother from time to time. The difference is I know there's no injured parties at the end. There's no humiliation or shame. We still love each other and agree to disagree. However, Letting someone manipulate you into a discussion you do not want to be part of is giving your power away and the opposite of authenticity. It goes back to being truthful, real, and honoring who you are. This leads me to talking about the power of no and how wonderful it is to get comfortable with the word. Saying no isn't always easy. I don't mean the trivial no to daily things. I mean the no that when you do not say it, It adds anxiety and resentment among other emotions. It's the no you need to say to stay true to yourself. It's the no that expands and gives you a big relief immediately after saying it. That is the power of no. When we say yes to a person, an event, or a situation, when we really wanna say no, internally things happen. If not, try it next time. Pay close attention to your body. What happens immediately when you say yes, when you really deep down want to say no? I bet you notice that your heart rates a bit. Your stomach might get that sinking feeling. There's an uncomfortableness at the bare minimum and a lack of ease. Now, if you're a bit of a people pleaser, which I must confess I can be, it's even harder. You do not want to hurt anybody's feelings so badly, you end up not thinking of yourself. That's what I meant when I said staying true to yourself. It's overextending yourself and putting yourself last and others first. It takes practice to say no, confidently, kindly, and completely. Here are my guidelines to saying no. This is what I use that helps me. Number one, I say no when it's not going to serve me or benefit me in any way. This is when you have a business meeting that you cannot get out of. If you truly know there's a Monday meeting and it's established in the company, you might have to show up even if mentally you are dreading it and tuning it out. Hey, you might occasionally get out of that meeting, but not permanently. You may have to show up. Number two is I say no when it's simply not important. If we get invited to an event, say a party, and we do not wanna go, I simply and graciously say I'm not attending. It's not important, and believe me, it probably isn't as important to the person who invited you either. Sometimes we stress and overanalyze things in our heads way more than we should. Even family obligations. If the thought of having dinner with cousin Tammy over Thanksgiving makes your skin crawl and you know you cannot ignore her, give yourself the gift of not going. And believe me, family matters to me a lot. To not be at the expense of your feelings. This reminds me of a business trip my husband had several years ago. His company has a big getaway celebration every year to those who are top producers. Beautiful locations. They get to bring their spouse if they want. My husband wanted me to go with him. I didn't want to. I had reasons not to go. However, I will clarify that sometimes no is just no. It doesn't need a long explanation. In fact, sometimes it's best to keep it short and sweet. It can become and sound like an excuse. And frankly, you have the right to say no without any justifications. But this was my husband. So back to his business trip. The thing is, my daughter was just one at that first trip. It was not gonna be a vacation for me, and my husband still needed to be part of the dinners and events the company wanted him to be a part of. It didn't sound like a vacation. It just wasn't my thing, so I declined. I would have probably changed my mind if it was uh, Italy or Greece, but it wasn't. So although normally we don't travel without each other, I didn't go, and it was fine. It was a long weekend, four days. And to clarify, I did end up going to other trips and had a lovely time, When my daughter was older and I knew I was able to actually feel like it was a vacation. If it feels like you're being put out in any way and it's not important, simply not important, don't stress yourself over it. Just don't go. My third reason is if it doesn't bring you joy. This is the easiest of the list. You know when you're excited or simply happy to do something? Do it. If on the contrary it creates stress, don't. But think about number one and number two before saying yes to anything. I've literally felt like I've abandoned myself, my values, my feelings, when I do things contrary to that internal voice that tells me not to do it. So please, pay attention to your gut. It will never fail you. In choosing to honoring your feelings, you're living more authentically. You're not dismissing yourself. It's being real. You might upset and disappoint some people, yes, but you won't be disappointing yourself. Your true friends will understand, and your family may be annoyed at you, but they we will still love you, I hope. Important thing is that you're not hurting anybody's feelings. You're not doing anything maliciously. You're just simply avoiding something that won't make you happy or that isn't important or that isn't benefiting you. You will make it up to your friends and your family at other occasions, at other events that won't be uncomfortable for you, that will be authentically good, happy for you to do, that you will be engaged from an open heart in a good place. Not randomly saying no to events and people. You have evaluated the situation thoroughly and you've thought of number one and number two and number three. And it's then that you come up with what is right for you. Again, if it's not going to serve you, if it's not important and doesn't make you happy, say no gracefully and kindly. Do your best to not engage in the guilt that might be hitting your way. If someone doesn't take your gracious no, that's on them. Don't fall into that trap. Stick to your answer and ignore or deflect the conversation if possible. We must also give permission to others to say no, with or without explanation. Don't we all want to be surrounded by people and situations that bring us joy whenever possible? Yes. There's plenty we need to do that doesn't bring us joy. Did anybody say laundry? Yes. And on that note, the no doesn't have to be permanent. Sometimes it's just a no for now. It's just deciding I do not want to cook or take that exercise class now, today, today. That reminds me, I was, you know, quietly getting resentful with my family for expecting me to cook every single day since COVID. came to the point where I was like, nope, not happening. Cooking should be enjoyable, not an obligation. And it's taking the joy out of it, doing it every day. Therefore, I cook three or maybe four times a week. I'm getting comfortable with my nose, and I think you should. It's mental clarity and lightness. It's liberating. Try it. Hi friends, I have a favor to ask. If you enjoyed any of my episodes, please rate and leave a comment. It shows you support my message. And also, share on your social with your friends. What if any of these messages help someone you know? Doesn't take more than a couple of minutes and yet can make such a difference in someone's life. That's why I do this show, hoping to uplift and possibly make a difference, even if it's slight. Spreading support doesn't take much. Thank you. I appreciate your precious time. Bye now.